Hello everybody, it's your girl Nomi Jackson here, along with the number one Ishii on the other line, listening in. How are you beautiful babies doing this morning? It is Thursday, May 13th, 2021 at 9.21 a.m. It's another sunny, yet somewhat chilly day here where I am. Um, I mean, I'd rather it be warmer, but as long as it's sunny, you know. I can work with that. I can work with that. Um, I might even go for a walk today. Who knows? (laughs) What are you guys up to today? Uh, Okay, so I put in my fourth tray of aligners. For those that don't know, I started um, wearing invisible aligners. And you you trade them out every four weeks for a new set. Um, And every time I change them out, the first couple of days, I feel like I'm lisping more, you know, than after a couple of days. So if I'm lisping, that's why you guys, um, this, this set was kind of tight when I put it on. It was definitely tighter than the first three. So I don't know. I hope that means things will be starting to move better. So far, to be a thousand percent honest, I don't see the difference, but that could just be me. Um, but I don't see it. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, it's not supposed to like work really super, super fast because that can damage your teeth and it might fall out. So they got to just, um, put constant pressure on it and just do it slowly. So week four, we'll see. Um, according to the projection that they showed me, I should see, uh, it should be like extremely noticeable by week 12. So we'll see guys another couple months. We'll see. Anyway. Huh. So what are you guys doing today? Anything special on this Thursday? Thursday is never really a... It's not the most interesting day of the week, is it? You know, it's just kind of there. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, to continue with Cold Sweat by Yama Brown, James Brown daughter. Okay, the next uh, chapter that I was reading is where Adrian came into the picture. Uh, James Brown's wife, Adrian, and I know people that around at that time, y'all remember her. It was just <laughs> a big thing, uh, Adrian. Uh, she said that Yama um, was saying that she that Adrian seemed really nice at the beginning. You know, they were still, she was like a young teenager when they got married and everything. But then I guess it kind of changed along the way. And she's, there's, she was like extremely jealous, Adrian was. And so one time Adrian had her, Yama, in the car and they drove past Jane Brown's office and she saw a car known to be a woman that James would sleep with, like his side chick. And Yama said that um, she found out much, much later, you know, uh, that he, this lady was a side chick. I think her name was Miss Johnson, that's what they said in the book. And that Miss Johnson apparently had been her father's side chick ever since he was married to her mother. So that had been going a long time. And she even came to his funeral and everything. So uh, when Adrian drove past, she just turned back, (laughs) went in there. Uh, James Brown came running out trying to block her, but she pushed her way in and saw this lady's naked ass, I mean, naked derriere, (laughs) sorry, up in the air. And she took like a two by four and went after this lady. And so the lady ran in the car and just drove on by and everything. 
and <laughs> yeah that sounds crazy but apparently she had a real heavy jealousy streak and they would fight I mean like I said if you guys are around then you remember all the um the uh rag mags at the grocery store the inquirer the star all the rest of them they were Adrian and James Brown they made it all the time so everyone kind of knew what was going on anyway after one fight um Adrian like took Yama upstairs to I guess to prove her point and she showed Yama her um her father's stash it was cigarettes that were opened up and then he would lace it he she showed her the um angel dust PCP that's what he would lace the um cigarettes with so this is like the first time she actually knew her father was doing drugs she didn't like you know put two and two together that was her father's explosive raging behavior is when he was on pcp and if you guys know angel dust pcp is wow that like would really that turns you into a raging monster and in some cases it can have some people have like superhuman strength but i mean cops like have to tase and you know do even worse i mean it just they just like get just amazing power and rage inside of them so um yeah, so that's what happened, and she said she's glad she found out at that time because everything started to hit the fan after that. And um, what was she saying? Oh, yeah, she was she was talking about that time he was on CNN and he was like, you know, <laughs> he was blazed out of his mind and he was incoherent. You guys, if you guys didn't see that on CNN when it originally happened, look on YouTube. Um, it's on there. Uh, look for James Brown interview, uh, CNN. And she said most of the people think it's funny. And to her, it was just a complete embarrassment. Now, she was, like, just starting high school and everything and trying to fit in. And then, you know, this is the time (laughs) that her uh, father and stepmother decided to just go crazy in the public. And, you know, all the um, gossip rags just eating it up. And even the mainstream news, they were just reporting on every crazy stuff that, you know, they did. And the worst was, if you all remember, the high-speed chase with the cops between two states. So, (laughs) that, like, just, like, completely ruined her. I mean, you know, the kids at school would, you know, say stuff to her. And, you know, I feel really bad for her. That must have been really, 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 really hard to be a teenager when, you know, your father was James Brown and doing all that crazy stuff. So, um, anyway, he ended up with a six-year sentence, and, um, she said she saw him twice in prison, and then the Adrian used to go out, um, to the prison, like, think, did she say once a week or once a month? I forget what she said, but, um, yeah, and then in the press, you know, they were both bashing each other, and then coming back and saying that they love each other, it was just, like, a really, um, toxic thing, and they were just both heavy on the drugs, and like I said, with the PCP, the angel dust, I mean, you really have no control over your mind. You just, like, basically become insane at that moment, so, yeah, <laughs> I feel really, really, really bad for her, so that's a uh, little recap I got for you guys today. So, about a song for today, um, one of my, um... Reactors that I listened to, he did, he watched the Somebody's Watching You video. He said, you know, he's heard it, but he never saw the video. Hmm. He's like 30, so I guess 
he was just, yeah, I guess he, but 30 and 84, so I guess he wasn't born yet when it came out, so I guess we can forgive him. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna read you all the lyrics to that song. Um, here we go. Okay, by Rockwell, you know, Barry Gordy's, uh, one of his sons. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? I'm just an average man with an average life. I work from nine to five. Hey, hell, I paid the price. All I wish is to be left alone in my average home. But why do I always feel like I'm in the twilight zone? I always feel like somebody's watching me and I have no privacy. Oh, I always feel like somebody's watching me. Who's playing tricks on me? When I come home at night, I bolt the door real tight. People call me on the phone I'm trying to avoid, but can the people on TV see me or am I just paranoid? When I'm in the shower, I'm afraid to wash my hair. Because <laughs> I might open my eyes and find someone standing there. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> people say I'm crazy, just a little touch, but maybe shouts remind me a psycho too much. That's why I always feel like somebody's watching me. And I have no privacy. Oh, I always feel like somebody's watching me who's playing tricks on me. I don't know anymore. Are the neighbors watching me? Well, there's a mailman watching me. And I don't feel safe anymore. Oh, what a mess. I wonder who's watching me now. Who? The IRS? I always feel like somebody's watching me. And I have no privacy. Oh, I always feel like somebody's watching me. Tell me, is it just a dream? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. It goes, it pretty much repeats itself. I remember when the song came out. I love that song. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it, and no, it's, yes, Michael, Mikey Poo does sing the hook, as everyone pretty much can tell if you didn't, I mean, you, you can just recognize his voice. Um, he did as a favor to his childhood friend, um, Rockwell. Um, and also Jermaine is the backup. He did the hook, I always... I always feel like somebody's watching me. And uh, Jermaine goes, oh, he does that part. Um, and then the rest of the background, they kind of do together. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I just like the song because it was different, you know. And I like his thick British accent. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. A lot of people like just that song, but apparently it went to, um, it was an international hit. And it was number two on the Billboard's chart. Um, the only, just jump in another song kept it from being one, number one. But, and it was around for a long time. And, um, yeah, it was number one on the R&B charts for a while. So, I don't know. I love this song. I think it's good. I, I think it's too bad he never, um, you know, really made it past that. Because that was good. I wonder what... Um, you know, kept him from coming up. Um, I, I don't really actually know anything about his private life or anything like that, but I just find it good. And obviously, well, I, I don't think I liked it because Mikey Pooh was in there. I just liked the song itself, but obviously Mikey Pooh's sweet voice kind of brought it all together. And he insisted that he wouldn't um, get, uh, get uh, what do you call it? credited on the um, album because he just wanted to do me as a favor. See how sweet Mikey is? He just he wants to help people out without credit and that's what you're supposed to do. I love him. Anyway, speaking of Nomi loving Mikey Pooh, let's see. Our Mikey Pooh Michael Jackson word of the day was his tweet a tweet from his Twitter yesterday. It wasn't him tweeting. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think Mikey would be tweeting if you were here. I mean, Twitter was here when he was still here, and he didn't do that, and he didn't do Facebook, and yeah, I... I think I think I think it feels safe to say that he wouldn't really recommend social media. I'll I'll say that on his behalf. <laughs> and I I really wish um I could get off of social media. I should, but I don't know. Anywho, uh <laughs> I do digress, don't I? Um okay, here it goes. This week in 1984, President Ronald Reagan presented Mikey Poo the Presidential Public Safety Communication Award. After Michael allowed, beat it, beat it, beat it, no one wants to beat it, beat it, to be used in a public service campaign against drinking and driving. MJ Humanitarian. I don't remember that. Was it a commercial? Because if it was, I have absolutely, positively zero memory of it whatsoever. <laughs> was it? Um, if you guys know, somebody hit me up here and like lead me to it. If you know where I can see it, if it was a commercial or was it just a campaign, like billboards and stuff, or was it in a magazine? Somebody let me know. Uh, hit the, uh, mess- the link below to send me a voice message or send an email to the real Ishi Jackson at gmail.com and let me know okay thank you I appreciate that because I really don't um remember that all but um I'm not surprised he's just done so much I mean there's only so much one can know (laughs) anyway (coughs) ooh uh my saliva went down the wrong pipe right there anyway guys I guess it's time to let you all go and to remind you all that God loves you Isha here he loves you I love you. Mikey Pooh loves you. I got it straight from the horse's mouth. And uh, we want you guys to be happy and have a wonderful and beautifully blessed day because we love you and we think you deserve it. Odabo. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.